Let us pray. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. My soul knows that very well. Psalm chapter 139, verse 14. Lord, you are the maker of heaven and earth, keeper of the stars, and master of nature. It is incredible that the same hands that fashioned the expanse of the universe also made me. Remind me every day that you have crafted me with a purpose. When I forget my identity in Christ and my thoughts wander from your counsel, remind me of who I am. Thank you for renewing my mind and conforming my thoughts to the mind of Christ. Teach me your ways so I can reflect your goodness in this fallen world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. What does it mean to be made in the image of God? We humans are comprised of spirit, soul, and body, and we have agency, authority, and purpose given to us by God for His name's sake. But how do we live up to this regal calling? How can we live out our identities as image bearers and co-heirs with Christ? Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. We're exploring biblical stories and seeing how they interweave as themes, motifs, and images. The Bible is an inspiring and captivating masterpiece that introduces us to new life with God and helps us discover our true purpose. With each discovery, we tap into God's desire for our lives and move to the rhythm of His heartbeat. Today, we dive deeper into the Bible to discover who we are as human beings. What is our purpose? Why are we here? What does the Bible say about our place in the grand scheme of God's story? We will seek to answer these questions and more in the next few episodes. A great place to begin is at the beginning when God was fashioning humanity in his likeness. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, in our likeness, and they will care over the world. So God, with his own breath of life and word of power, created mankind. He then charged them with caring over the earth and all that is living in it. 
His desire was to give them purpose and enjoy the world he had created in relationship with him. For mankind was the only created thing stamped with the image of its creator, and on that sixth day the once void earth was filled with life. This, God knew, was very good. What does it mean to be made in the image of God? It's interesting to consider how ancient civilizations would have viewed this concept in Genesis. To an early reader, the image of God was only something that kings or pharaohs might possess. Yes, ancient kingdoms erected monuments, temples, and statues to worship their kings. In ancient Egypt, for example, the pharaoh was seen as the image of the gods. Kings and rulers were said to have had sole partnership with the gods. They were the only people worthy of dignity and respect. So to say Adam and Eve, and therefore humanity, was created in the image of God was scandalous. If we were all made in the image of God, that means we're all worthy of dignity and respect. In the ancient world, that was a foreign concept. But the Bible introduced a new way to look at humanity. Clearly, God wanted us to respect each other, no matter our socioeconomic status, culture, or creed. God has created you and me to be stewards of this world. We have agency, dominion, and purpose given to us by God for His name's sake. But how do we live up to this high calling? And how do we live out our destinies as image bearers? Fortunately, we're not left to our own devices to figure this one out. The way we live best as image bearers is by looking to the ultimate image of God, Jesus Christ who lives in us. In Colossians, we're told that Jesus is the image of the invisible God and that he has reconciled us and made us complete in him. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in the heavens and on the earth, visible things and invisible things, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things are held together. He is the head of the body, the assembly, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For all the fullness was pleased to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on the earth or things in the heavens, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Colossians 1.15-20 Jesus created all things and rules over all things. He is the ultimate image-bearer of God. To live life to the fullest, we can look to Christ, who now lives within us. He's our Savior, our Lord, and our very life. Expressing Jesus by serving one another in love is the greatest human existence we can possibly enjoy. Everything else pales in comparison. 
the concept of displaying the characteristics of Jesus to those around us was illustrated when Jesus was teaching his disciples what it really means to be great. Jesus turned to his disciples and picked up his drink. Tell me, what were you all arguing about this afternoon? I noticed some ruckus behind me. The disciples were silent. They were embarrassed to tell Jesus, for they had been arguing about who among them was the greatest of his disciples. They fought on who Jesus loved more and who was more gifted and useful for God's kingdom. Jesus knew this and used the opportunity to teach his friends on what it meant to be great. Whoever desires to be first must be a servant of all, Jesus said. We humans were created in God's image. We have agency, authority, and purpose given to us by God. And we share in the full spectrum of emotions, just like God as we experience love, grief, and joy. But the image of God involves more than these. It also includes the idea that we were designed to display the very nature of God, His love and His life through our unique personalities. When we fell in the Garden of Eden, this impacted humanity's ability to display God's nature. Ephesians 2.10 says, We who are in Christ are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. What was lost in the Garden of Eden is restored in Christ through His cross and resurrection. And in a way, What we have today is so much greater. Think about it. Adam and Eve sinned once and they lost life. We sin every day but never lose life. The total forgiveness and eternal life God has given us today in Jesus enables us to live out our divine purpose and destiny as image bearers of God. Thank you for listening to the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and let us know how this series has impacted your life. Remember to download the Pray.com app, and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.